Warning, this podcast may contain strong explicit language as this is my personal opinions on football. Listener discretion advised. You are now listening to The Stumpy Show. What's up everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Stumpy Show. I'm your host, as always, Kyle Stump, a.k.a. Stumpy. And boy, this week was an interesting week, to say the least. So let's get right into it. And the first game we got is the New York Jets versus the Atlanta Falcons, with this game being played in London, England. As the Atlanta Falcons had themselves a game, being up 20-3 in the second half, Scratch that, going into the second half. But the Jets almost made a comeback. Luckily in the final quarter, Mike Davis scored that touchdown when he did. And Matt Ryan was putting up big numbers with 33 completions on 45 attempts for 342 yards and two touchdowns. And with Russell Gage and Calvin Ridley not playing, Kyle Pitts, rookie out of Florida, was having himself his first big game in the pros, having nine receptions for 919 yards and one touchdown. And on the other end, Zach Wilson didn't have the best game as well, well with having 19 completions on 32 attempts for 192 yards and one interception. And the Jets only had two rushing touchdowns, one by Michael Carter, who had 10 carries on 38 attempts, and Ty Johnson, who had four carries for 12 yards and one touchdown. But unfortunately, the Jets could not complete the comeback and have Atlanta continue to have that tradition of choking as the Falcons win this game 27-20. And the next game we got is my New England Patriots versus the Houston Texans. And, man, I have a lot to say about this game. Like, with this game, I am not impressed with the Patriots at all. Yeah, they made a comeback. We being down 9-22 at one point in the game. Nah, with the way the Texans have played all year, and the fact that they don't have Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins, or J.J. Watt anymore, I was kind of expecting the Patriots to decimate the Houston Texans. But nope, the Pats' defense, for the most part, made Davis Mills look like Brady a little bit. I know that's too much to say, but when you complete 21 passes on 29 attempts for 312 yards and 3 touchdowns, when you have those numbers against your defense, you know something is wrong. And it's a quarterback who isn't even considered the top guy in Houston. And the Texans' yard leaders in receiving in that game just came off of the practice squad the day before. Chris Moore having five receptions for 109 yards and one touchdown. And as for Mac Jones, he's still impressing. His completion to attempt ratio is always good for the most part. And this game was no different. Completing 23 passes on 30 attempts for 231 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. I mean, for the most part, he's smart with his throws. Just has to cut off the interceptions, honestly. And in the ground game, Damian Harris had 14 carries on 58 attempts, 
with one touchdown, which doesn't really seem bad. And the top receiver on the Patriots in that game was Hunter Henry as he had six receptions for 75 yards and one touchdown. But the Pats defense in this game wasn't all bad as free agent pickup Matthew Judon had two sacks in this game and also a sack by the returning Jamie Collins as well. And for the Patriots, this victory wouldn't be possible without one man on special teams. And that's pretty much their kicker, Nick Folk. As even though he missed one extra point, the rest of his kicks, he went four for four. And also that blocked punt as well. And the Texans kicker messing up a lot as well. And that pretty much led New England to win this game 25 to 22. But when you make Houston's underachieving offense almost look like a playoff contender or a decent team, you do not earn this victory. This was not earned by the Patriots. This was handed to them. A win's a win, I guess, but as a Pats fan, I was just disappointed with this game. And the next game we got is the Detroit Lions versus the Minnesota Vikings. And this game was pretty much a grudge match from beginning to end. And near the end, a lot of people thought that the Lions was were going to win this game. For Minnesota, Alexander and Madison had been filling in quite well for Dalvin Cook as Madison in this game had 25 carries for 113 yards and in the receiving game Justin Jefferson being having a hot streak on that field having seven completion receptions for 124 yards but near the end the game was decided on a Greg Joseph field goal from 55 yards which he kicked in and at the end of that game, in a press conference, that kick pretty much made Lions head coach Dan Campbell cry. And at this point, that video is just viral right now. I mean, I feel bad for Dan Campbell losing all the time, but what do you expect when you take a job coaching the Lions of, of all teams? Probably hands down, one of the most cursed teams in the NFL or probably the most cursed team in the NFL. Having two generational talents is prime wasted and I'm talking about Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson. Two generational players in two different eras. As the Vikings would go on to win this game 19 to 17. And the next game we got is the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Carolina Panthers. And for this game, I thought Sam Darnold was pretty much going to shake off that loss against the Dallas Cowboys last week. But the stats did not lie that he pretty much did not and was seeing ghosts like he was back in New York. With 21 completions on 37 attempts for 177 yards, one touchdown and a whopping three interceptions. If that's not proof he was seeing ghosts, then I don't know what is. And in the rushing game for Carolina, Chubba Hubbard, who's been taking over for Christian McCaffrey while he's recovering from an injury, had 24 carries for 101 yards, which is not bad, and if you ask me. And on the other side, Jalen Hurts didn't do that bad as he had 22 completions on 37 attempts, for 198 yards and only one interception along with on the ground nine carries for 30 yards and both touchdowns as this game came down to the wire and unfortunately Carolina did not come back and shook off that loss 
from the against the Cowboys last week as the Eagles won this game 21 to 18. In the next game we got is the Tennessee Titans versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. And as I said when it came to my predictions to this game, whenever Tennessee's facing the Jaguars is pretty much when Derrick Henry goes off and he did not disappoint as he had 29 carries for 130 yards and three touchdowns. Impressive and proves why he's pretty much the king and why I constantly call him King Henry instead of Derrick Henry. It's pretty much just showing respect. And on the Jaguars side, Trevor Lawrence is pretty much improving at this point as he had 23 completions on 33 attempts for 273 yards, one touchdown and one interception along with, on the ground game, seven carries for 28 yards and a touchdown. And top running back James Robinson is proving that he is the top running back on this team and proving that it was pretty much unnecessary to draft Travis Etienne, even though Etienne is out for the whole year, as Robinson had 18 carries for 149 yards and one touchdown. But unfortunately, that was not enough as Jacksonville's defense was no match for the Titans, especially Derrick Henry, as the Titans won this game 37-19. In the next game we got is the New Orleans Saints versus the Washington football team. And like I said, these two teams have pretty much been inconsistent. Like, they show their flaws sometimes and strengths as well. They can't stay doing that com consistently. And for Washington, for the most part, it showed as on offense, Taylor Heineke was pretty much having a rough day as he had 20 completions on 41 attempts for 248 yards, no touchdowns, and two interceptions. But in the rushing game, Antonio Gibson was doing a lot of work as he had 20 carries for 60 yards and two touchdowns. And as for the Saints, Jameis Winston proven that he can be smart in certain situations as he had 15 completions on 30 attempts, pretty much 50%, and 279 yards with also four touchdowns and one interception. And in the ground game, Alvin Kamara had 16 carries for 71 yards and a touchdown, and also five receptions for 51 yards and a touchdown receiving as well for Kamara. Also in the receiving game, Marquise Callaway had four receptions for 85 yards and two touchdowns. As pretty much all that led to a Saints victory as the Saints won this game 33-22. to And the next game we got is the Miami Dolphins versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which was pretty much Brady's kryptonite when he played for the Patriots playing Miami in South Beach. Scratch that, in Florida, because they were in Tampa, not Miami. And Brady was just balling as he had 30 completions on 41 attempts for 411 yards and five touchdowns, proving why he is always and always will be the GOAT. And in the receiving game, definitely big days for both Antonio Brown and Mike Evans as Antonio Brown had seven receptions for 124 yards and two touchdowns, as Mike Evans had six receptions for 113 yards and two touchdowns as well. As throughout most of the game, it was a blowout for, my, for Tampa, as they pretty much blew out Miami. As this game, I wouldn't technically say it was a stop the count kind of game, 
but it seemed like it could have towards the end. As Tampa won this game 45 to 17. And the next game we got is the Green Bay Packers versus the Cincinnati Bengals. And this game was pretty much chaotic, mostly because of all the missed field goals. And as a matter of fact, there were a lot of missed field goals this week. As for the Packers, Aaron Rodgers had 27 completions on 39 attempts for 344 yards, 2 touchdowns, and an interception. And on the ground, Aaron Jones had 14 carries for 103 yards. And in the receiving game, Devontae Adams was balling out as he had 11 receptions for 206 yards and one touchdown. And Joe Burrow did alright as he had 26 completions on 38 attempts, 281 yards, 2 touchdowns, and 2 interceptions. And in the receiving game, I just gotta say, I just at times continue to be impressed with Jamar Chase, even though he was dropping passes in preseason as Chase had six receptions for 159 yards and one touchdown. As this game went to overtime, and both kickers on both sides, Packers kicker Mason Crosby and Bengals kicker Evan McPherson, were pretty much missing field goals left and right. But after a while in overtime, Crosby finally makes a field goal good, and the Packers would go on to win 25-22. to And even though the Bengals have lost this game, they still proved that they can be a solid team in the future. In the next game that we got, we got the Chicago Bears versus the Las Vegas Raiders. And this game was another sloppy game this week. As the Bears didn't do much to win this game, as Justin Fields had 12 completions on 20 attempts for 111 yards and one touchdown. And in the rushing game, former Kansas City Chief Damian Williams had six carries for 64 yards and one touchdown. As the Raiders couldn't do much on offense or defense. And Carr was looking really well, but has decreased in the past couple weeks. As this time he had 22 completions on 35 attempts for 206 yards. No touchdowns and one interception. And also in the ground game, Josh Jacobs had 15 carries for 48 yards and one touchdown. As the Bears would win this game 20-9. And as for the Raiders, John Gruden pretty much thought it was a great idea to say a whole lot of racist and homophobic comments, which would he probably thought wouldn't bite him in the near future? Well, guess what? And that's when he hit me. The best idea I ever had in my entire life. That's the worst idea you ever had in your entire life. As pretty much those racist and homophobic comments were leaked not long after that game. As later on this week, John Gruden had announced that he was resigning as head coach of the Las Vegas Ra Raiders. Not just an L to this game, but an L to the whole organization. Especially John Gruden himself. And the next game that we got is the game between the Cleveland Browns versus the Los Angeles Chargers. And I'm still a little used to saying the San Diego Chargers. And boy, this game was pretty much game of the week right here. As both quarterbacks on both sides, both Baker Mayfield and Justin Herbert, did not fail to disappoint. As for the Browns, Baker Mayfield had 23 completions on 32 attempts 
for 305 yards and two touchdowns. And on the ground as well, Nick Chubb had 21 carries for 161 yards and one touchdown. And also Kareem Hunt having 12 carries for 61 yards and two touchdowns. Proving that these two are probably the best rushing duo in the NFL right now. And in the receiving game, a surprising top receiver on the top of this list for the Browns. In this game, with David Njoku having seven receptions for 149 yards and one touchdown. So much saying surprising because Njoku is a alright tight end. But he's always injured. And as for the Chargers, Justin Herbert, probably his best game so far, as he had 26 completions on 43 attempts for nearly 400 yards, 398 to be exact, and four touchdowns. And in the rushing game, Austin Eckler had 17 carries on 66 yards and two touchdowns. And in the receiving game, Mike Williams had himself a game having eight receptions for 165 yards and two touchdowns. He pretty much might take Keenan Allen's place as the top receiver on this Chargers team. This game was jam-packed and came down to the final minutes as the Chargers won this game 47-42. to And the next game that we got is the New York Giants versus the Dallas Cowboys. And this game, like I said in my predictions, for the Cowboys, this game was all about revenge for Dak Prescott's gruesome ankle injury last year. And boy, was this a team effort to get revenge. They got it all right. As Prescott had 22 completions on 32 attempts for 302 yards, 3 touchdowns, and 1 interception. And in the rushing game, Ezekiel Elliott had 21 carries for 110 yards and one touchdown. And along with that, the Cowboys had two interceptions on defense, one by Anthony Brown and one by potential Defensive Player of the Year, Trayvon Diggs. With this being his sixth interception in his fifth game this season. And for the Giants, this game was brutal for them. With Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley and Kadarius Tooney having to leave early. As the key to this offense went to Mike Glennon as he had 16 completions on 25 attempts for 196 yards. One touchdown and two interceptions. And Tooney played really well as he had 10 receptions for 189 yards. But this game was doomed for the start against for the Giants, especially with those three guys going down with injury as the Cowboys won this game 44-20. to And the next game that we got is the San Francisco 49ers versus the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals still trying to maintain an undefeated record in this game as Kyler Murray had 22 completions on 31 attempts for 239 yards and one touchdown and also in the receiving game deandre hopkins having six receptions for 87 yards and that lone touchdown and as for the 49ers with jimmy garoppolo gone in comes the debut start of trey lance as lance had 15 completions on 29 attempts for 192 yards no touchdowns and one interception 
Along with that, Lance also had 16 carries for 89 yards on the ground. Not a bad starting debut for Trey Lance, but he'll get better as time goes on. But Lance's interception, lone interception, was picked off by Buda Baker, safety of the Cardinals. And this wasn't really the best fashion for the Cardinals to win, but a win's a win, like I said earlier as the Cardinals win this game 17-10. And the next game we got is the Buffalo Bills versus the Kansas City Chiefs. And this game was pretty much a must-win for Kansas City to prove that they can be legit. And pretty much they did not do that. As their defense let Josh Allen have 15 completions on 26 attempts, for 315 yards and three touchdowns, along with 11 carries for 59 yards and one touchdown on the ground for Allen. And in the receiving game for the Bills, Dawson Knox had three receptions for 117 yards and one touchdown. Also, Emmanuel Sanders having three receptions for 54 yards and two touchdowns. And for the Bills on defense, a big game by rookie defensive end Gregory Russo as he had a sack and an interception in this game. And as for the Chiefs and Mahomes, Mahomes had 33 completions on 54 attempts for 272 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions. Those are solid numbers, but two interceptions. No way that sounds like Patrick Mahomes that we know and love. And this is pretty much what happens when quarterbacks get paid big money, especially his contract. Almost feels like he's stopped caring once he got that money because he knows he and his fiance are set for life. As the Bills would go on to win this game 38-20. to And the next game that we got is the Indianapolis Colts versus the Baltimore Ravens. And this game was definitely wild on both sides. For the Colts, Carson Wentz had completed 25 passes on 35 attempts for 402 yards and two touchdowns. Definitely his best game so far since joining Indy. And this game was also a big game for Jonathan Taylor, as on the ground he had 15 carries for 53 yards and one touchdown. And in the receiving game, he was pretty much their lead receiver in that game, as he had three receptions for 116 yards and one touchdown along with Michael Pittman Jr. having six receptions for 89 yards and one touchdown. And at one point, we thought the Colts were going to run away with the victory, as the Colts' defense was stopping Lamar Jackson nonstop. But the Ravens didn't let up, and especially Lamar Jackson, as Jackson probably had the best game passing-wise in his career, and probably his best game ever as he completed 37 passes on 43 attempts for a impressive and career best so far, 442 yards and four touchdowns, along with 14 carries for 62 yards on the ground. As in this game as well, in the receiving game especially, was a big game for both Mark Andrews and Marquise Brown as Mark Andrews had 11 receptions for 147 yards and two touchdowns, and Marquise Hollywood Brown had nine receptions for 125 yards 
and two touchdowns. And this game went into overtime with Jackson connecting with Brown on the last play as the Ravens would go on to win a great comeback game, 31-25. And now we go on to my personal offensive and defensive player of the week. And for offensive player of the week, this was hard to think about because they were a good amount of players on offense that had great games. But after Monday night, it seemed a little bit like a no-brainer. So my my offensive player of the week has to go to Lamar Jackson. A career best in passing yards, throwing four touchdowns, having 504 all-purpose yards the whole game. Definitely seems a little bit like a no-brainer. And my honorable mentions definitely got to go to Tom Brady of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Justin Herbert of the Los Angeles Chargers. And for Defensive Player of the Week, definitely difficult as well. But I got to give it to Gregory Russo of the Buffalo Bills. Having an interception and a sack in that game against the Kansas City. And he's just a rookie, so he's just getting started. And my honorable mentions have to go to Matthew Junron of the New England Patriots and Trey Hendrickson from the Cincinnati Bengals. And now that week five is out of the way, we now go on to week six and head to the Thursday night game as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will take on the Philadelphia Eagles. And I would say this is a piece of cake for Tampa Bay, but I'd be lying if I said that, as Tampa will be out with key players. And added to the list now, linebacker Devontae David with an ankle injury. But center Ryan Jansen and Jason and Defensive lineman Jason Pierre-Paul are listed as questionable in this game. I mean, both these teams have some momentum going into this game with Philly winning against Carolina last week and Tampa pretty much blowing out Miami. But who knows where this game will go? For right now, I feel like Tampa has the most advantage going into this game. I feel like Tampa will probably win this game 35-24. to And that will wrap up this episode of the Stumpy Show. Boy, what a week this was. And we're hoping for another great week as well as always in this season. And as always, I'm your host Kyle Stump. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>